0: Okay, good morning. morning. We are not over yet. (laughs) In case you are getting ready to leave. Um, So thank you so much, Patrick. That was a blessing. Um, It's important to remind ourselves of these principles that are so, so fundamental in our relationship with God and with one another. So I have the privilege of really ending this series, the culture series. For those who have been with us um, in this journey, the last three weeks, we've been really looking at what KIC uh, Luboa, uh, what our culture is like. Uh, and we've gone through the key things that um, we think the Lord has led us into in terms of being able to focus on the way that we relate with one another, uh, our priorities and so on and so on. Especially the culture of this um, of of us together. So I'm going to do the last one, which is honor. Okay. So um, honor. And I'm going to really just share some thoughts about this. Honor is spelled H-O-N-O-R or H-O-N-O-U-R, depending on your version of English. Um, (laughs) Where's our banner today? Okay, anyway, hopefully we have all that in our minds, Um, accepted, transformed to bring God's kingdom into our world, Um, and we've talked about these different aspects, and then we're going to talk about honor. Uh, We believe it's very important for uh, us as a church to honor others, um, to honor God, and to act honorably. But before we go very far, obviously, it would be good to define what honor means, I think, so that we have a common understanding. What do you understand by honor? Okay, we're not supposed to be thinking too hard. (laughs) It's not like an academic test or anything. Just what comes to mind when you think of honor? Respect? Respect. Uh Approval, Approval. yes. Okay, interesting. Recognition. Hmm? Recognition? Submission, allegiance, okay, okay, thank you. So um, just in very simple terms, um, and all these are really aspects. You see, if I was to paint a picture of honor, I would capture all those. Um, Just to make it simple, really, um, honoring people is really about recognizing that they are valuable. Um, It's about esteeming others, about valuing others, valuing others and esteeming them. Okay, we honor people because we recognize that they are valuable, and everybody, everybody without exception is valuable in the sight of God, and this is something that is really intrinsic in a human being, intrinsic in a human being. It is not really based on what you have or what you have not done. It is not based on what you've experienced or not experienced in life. It's not even based on your qualifications how qualified you are in whatever area of life the Lord has led you into. It's not about your education, uh, your expertise. It's not about your gender or your age, Uh, whether you're young or you're old or very old. You are simply valuable because you are created valuable. You are created valuable. In the very first chapter of Genesis, Genesis chapter 1, there's a statement that God makes just before he creates man. And he says, let us create him in our own image. Okay, so then God goes ahead and creates us, each one of us, in his own image. In the image of God, he creates every one of us. So basically, essentially what God is saying here is he's placing the same value on himself. He's placing it on you and me. Let us create man in our own image. So everybody is created in God's image. Now, even after the fall of man, after sin came into the world and man fell from, uh, from where God had put him, our value did not change. Our value did not diminish. Yes, we were corrupted in very many ways in almost all areas. Uh, we were corrupted, but our value remained the same. This is like, imagine for one moment, you are sort of meandering around the rubbish bin or a garbage, um, areas areas where they really dump garbage and rubbish, and you come across a 50,000 shilling note or a $100 bill. What is the value of that $100 bill? What is the value of that 50,000 shilling note? it's the same, it's exactly the same, it's a 50,000 shilling note, whether it's in the garbage bin, whether it's deep in the garbage bin, um, if it's a hundred dollar note, it's exactly the same value, and that was the challenge, that, that was the issue that we had, when we fell from, uh, when we fell in sin, and in, you know, we fell from where God had put us, our value remained the same, and this is exactly why God went after us, okay, so, <clears throat> It's important, you know, when we are are talking about honoring other people, we need to understand where we are coming from. We honor people because they are valuable in the sight of God, and therefore they should be also valuable in our own sight, okay? Now, I want us to really think about this because it's what is the heart of honor and honoring one another starts off from this very important point. How much do you believe that God values you? If you don't believe that God values you and you try to honor others, it comes across as very fake, as very unreal, because you're trying to ascribe value and honor that you really don't even understand yourself. So it's important for us to, first of all, start from that point of understanding and knowing that God really values me. So it's important that, you know, even as we leave this place, and obviously we can't cover everything that needs to be covered under this subject here, but one task that I would really ask you to do and to self-examine yourself, is to really ask yourself, how much does God value me? How much does God value me? Just do some self-searching around that. And let me just list some signs that maybe, maybe, maybe some signs that show that you need to grow in this area of knowing that God loves you and values you. Okay, these are just some signs to look out for. And that will point you to the fact that you need to grow. You and I need to grow in this area of knowing how much God values us. So here's one sign. Are you the type of person who really needs other people's approval in order to feel valued? Do you need other people to recognize you, to approve of you, to affirm you all the time? And even if, you know, we are promoting this culture of honoring one another, you really shouldn't come to church with this expectation that if I don't get honored this morning, then something is wrong. Honor should be intrinsic. I mean, I should start off from the standpoint of I am honored because the Lord values me. And that's the starting point, not because somebody in church has said you are honorable. I hope that is clear. It's not about what somebody says to you. Or does you. and these things are important. Yes, it's important that we live in an environment where we are we are respectful to one another, we are honourable to one, we are honouring one another. But that's not really the source of your value. The source of your value comes from God Himself. It is based on the fact that you are accepted and valued by God. So, if you're the type of person who really needs others to affirm you and approve you, then that's a pointer that we need to grow in this area, of. Uh, knowing that God values you. Here's another sign. Are you the type of person who does things in order to impress others or in order to feel valuable? There are people who do that sometimes. You know, you're feeling very low, you're feeling very worthless. So you say, let me go shopping. And you do all this shopping just so that you feel valuable. And you, you, you go into these extremes in behavior. A lot of the times when people um, go into extreme behavior, alcoholism, drug addiction, what they're looking for really is something solid, something that speaks into their heart to fill this gap that God created. And unfortunately, many times it's the wrong thing. Okay, so we don't do things in order to impress others. Yes, of course, it's important to love and serve others, and this is important, uh, but it really shouldn't be about... Trying to gain approval from other people. Uh, our, our motivation should never be about being approved by other people. Otherwise, if that's your motivation, you can easily be compromised and easily be controlled. When Paul was writing to the Galatians in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, he issued out this challenge and he told them, he said in Galatians chapter 1, verse 10, and we switched off. <laughs> okay, Galatians 1 10, if you're there in you're your phone or whatever, your Bible. He says to them, am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Okay, so he's weighing these two options. What I do, am I seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? Am I trying to please God? Am I trying trying to please uh, man? If I am trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. In other words, if my motivation is to please other people, to be esteemed by them and valued by them, and if that's my sole motivation for doing what I do, then I am not really a servant of Christ. This is what Paul is saying. Okay? So if you're the type of person who does things to impress others, then you're getting your value uh, from the wrong source. Here's another one, something else that points us towards the fact that we need to grow in this area of knowing who we are and how much God values us. Are you the type of person who is afraid of being different? And you're always trying to copy others or go with the flow. You don't want to disturb any, you know, the atmosphere or anything like that. You seek to look like others, to think like others, to do what others are doing, even when it contradicts God's values. People who are secure in God, people who are secure in God will not try and conform to what others are doing. If you know you're valued by God, then you're really not out to copy other people, There is uh, the story, the famous story of the Hebrew boys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. I think most of us are familiar with that story. Um, And they refused to do what everybody had been commanded to do. They refused to worship this image uh, that um, the king had put up. And it was a very big risk, because at that time, to do that means you risk your job, because they had very high-profile jobs, eh? So they risked their high profile jobs, they risked their prestige, they risked even their lives, literally their lives, because they were not willing to just do what everybody was doing. They were willing, uh, their, their heart was really focused on, on, uh, on God, on valuing uh, uh, what God had, had told them to do. So this is the dire- something you need to think about. Are you afraid of being different? or do you continuously seek to copy what others are doing okay then are you the type of person who is easily offended easily offended you are easily irritated easily angered you take offense very easily when people disagree with you even on small issues you know many times people like this they they have even perceived offenses Somebody does something and you haven't, the person didn't even intend to do anything wrong and then your mind is running and creating offense even when the offense was never really intended. Are you the type of person who holds on to grudges and you find it very difficult to forgive even small issues and you recall them over and over and over in your mind what so and so did to me and you remember them for a very, very long time. If you're somebody who is easily offended, then you're really insecure um, in God. And you're really insecure in knowing how much God values you. Mm -hmm. Romans chapter 12 verse 17 encourages us to repay no evil, repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to what is honorable in the sight of all. Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. And sometimes, really, it's not about repaying evil physically. You know, sometimes uh, Patrick mentioned the example of the border person. You don't necessarily come out and beat the person. But in your mind, you've gone through an entire prosecution, judgment, beating up, kill the guy, resurrect him, kill him again. But you haven't uttered a word. It's all running in your mind. The Bible says, no, that's not our way. We are not supposed to repay evil for evil, but we're supposed to give thought. Our thoughts are supposed to be concentrated on doing what is honorable, what is honorable in the sight of all. There was a time that Paul was writing to Timothy. Timothy was his, um, his spiritual son. And he was really, you know, at the end of the letter that he wrote to Timothy, he was talking about all the people that had helped him, had encouraged him. And then he mentioned one guy called Alexander, Alexander the coppersmith. Okay? And he says, Alexander the coppersmith has done me great harm. Okay? And then he tells Timothy two things. He said, number one, God will take care of it. And number two, that Timothy should be careful about him because this guy, Alexander, is not really straight. He's after, he's not, um, you know, he opposes the message of grace, the gospel of grace. And that was it. He didn't really go beyond that, just those two things. I entrust him to God to deal with him accordingly, and by the way, Timothy, please just look out for him so that you're not messed up by him, and that was it. He didn't elaborate on what that great thing, that great harm was. He didn't gossip about it. He didn't have any negative talk about him, no evil spoken about him. Paul did what was honorable. just entrusted this situation to the Lord to take care of it and warned Timothy not to be Uh, taken in by this situation. And that is what it means for us to choose to do what is honorable, even when we are faced with evil. So rather than take offense, think of what is the honorable thing for me to do as a child of God, as a valued child of God. So here's another one. This is probably the last one I'll point out. And again, these are just questions for you to self-examine yourself, even as you think of, are you valuable in the sight of God? Are you the type of person who feels small, in your own sight as well as in the sight of others? Do you feel small in your own sight as well as in the sight of others? You compare self with others and you feel inadequate, you feel unqualified, you feel inferior to them. It was a problem that the spies, the Israelite spies had when they went out to inspect the promised land. In Numbers chapter 13, and I think it's good to go there because Numbers chapter 13, there, there are some very interesting lessons we get from there. Have we switched off? Okay, Numbers chapter 13. Okay, and we're going to start from verse 31. So these spies had been sent out and they came back and they were giving a report about what they found. And they say that the men who had gone up with him, from verse 31, the men who had gone up with him, that is um, specifically Caleb, because Caleb was the first one to, to give the report. They gave a report and they said, we are not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we are. Stronger than we are. Stronger how? Why did they perceive that they were stronger? So verse 32 says, they brought to the people of Israel a bad report of the land that they had spied out, saying the land through which we have gone through, the land through which uh, we had gone to spy out is a land that devours its inhabitants. And all the people that we saw in it are of great height. Divorce its inhabitants. This is part of the problem, people who have a very low understanding or um, understanding of the value that they have before God. They exaggerate things that are, you know, they, exager- they, have to, they tend to exaggerate situations and circumstances. A land that devours or eats its inhabitants. Have you ever seen a land that eats its inhabitants? <laughs> it doesn't exist. But that's what they, they imagined in their own, in their own eyes. Eh? And then they say, all the people that we saw in it are of great height. All the people, including the babies, really? Of great height? And then it goes on to say, and there we saw the Nephilim, the sons of Anna who came from Nephilim, and we seemed to ourselves like grasshoppers. Grasshoppers. Comparing a human being to a grasshopper. Like I said, we have the image of God and you've just reduced it to the level of a grasshopper. And then it says we seemed to them and so we seemed to them. In other words, not only are you seeing yourself as a grasshopper, but you are thinking that the other person is seeing you as a grasshopper. Wow. So are you the type of person who feels small in your own sight as well as in the sight of others? Then you really need to grow in this area of of understanding the value that God has on you, has placed on you. Now, there's a balance to this. Please understand me well. There's a balance to this. We should not go around being arrogant and superior. But on the other hand, we should also not go around feeling worthless and small. There is a balance. And really the balance, the correct way to honor ourselves and and the correct way to honor others is to see ourselves as God sees us. To see ourselves as God sees us. It's the starting point and really the correct way to honor others. It's understanding how much God values me and, and also how much God values you. And that's, the very, that's really the basis of honoring each other. In the, in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus uses two parables which are really similar. Um, the parable of the hidden pre- treasure and the parable of the fine pearls. The parable of the hidden treasure and the parable of the fine pearls. And he talks about the kingdom of heaven being like a treasure hidden in a field. This is in Matthew chapter 13. We're not going into too much detail. I'll just sort of uh, run over, over, uh, just do a quick summary of it. And he talks about the fact that, you know, somebody found this treasure and went and sold everything and then bought the field because of that treasure. And again, in the same way, um, a merchant was looking for pearls, found this pearl of great value and went and sold everything and came back and bought it. Now, these two parables, generally speaking, I used to explain how we are supposed to give up everything and follow after God, follow after Jesus. And true, there is truth in that. But there's another another way to look at these parables, and that is to see the treasure as yourself and myself. To see these great pearls as yourself and myself. And the fact that God really gave up everything in order to come after you and to come after me. He gave up his very life. He shed his blood. He ascribed the same value that was on his son. He ascribed it to you. That's the price that he was willing to pay for you and me. And if you understand this really from the bottom of your heart, then you will naturally esteem and value others, no matter what their background, no matter what their experience, no matter who they are. Because you really understand the intrinsic value that you have before God. In in uh, um, I think it's First Peter chapter two verse seventeen, uh, God commands us to honour everyone, honour everyone, and then he goes on to say, love the brotherhood. The two are normally linked together: honouring everyone and loving others. Fear God, and then honour the emperor. He specifically uh, emphasized at the end, honor the emperor. In other words, even those in authority, honor them. Now, honor, let me just say this clearly. Honor does not necessarily mean that you agree with everybody on everything. You can honor people, you can respect people without necessarily agreeing with them. And there are numerous examples in the scriptures where people honored people in authority, men and women of God honored people in authority, but did not necessarily agree with them. Okay, so there's a balance to this. Honoring does not mean that you agree with everybody over everything. Okay, so how can you practically honor God and others? I'm just going to leave this with you as we end. Um, The Bible has many, many examples of who we are supposed to honor and how we are supposed to honor, but basically, uh, the first thing is really we are to honor God. We are to honor God. We are to honor God with the very precious things that he has given to us. And when we talked about worship, or when Patrick talked about worship, this is really One of the key things about honor, honor and worship go hand in hand. And in the scripture that was shared, Matthew chapter seven, verse six to seven, Jesus recognized this. He said, you know, these people are honoring me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So it's really about, first of all, honoring the Lord with your heart, with everything that is precious. Um, Your heart, obviously, your lives, my life, your time. How do you spend your time? Your talents, your treasure. We're supposed to honor the Lord with our treasure, with our bodies. How do we honor the Lord? These are really aspects, different ways in which we can honor the Lord. And really, it's it's a starting point. Then we honor others by respecting them. Somebody mentioned respect. Respecting them, whether they are present here or they are not present. The way that you speak about someone when they are with you. We speak about them when they are not with you. should not be inconsistent. We honor others whether we agree with them or not. I've talked about this. We we honor others by treating them and valuing them the way that we want to be treated and valued. How do I want to be treated and valued? And then for people who have done us wrong, because this is going to be inevitable, if you are going to hang around on this planet for some time, people will do you wrong. And some will do you great wrong. And yet the Lord calls us to honor them. We honor them by entrusting them to God. By praying for them. And not wishing evil on them. Okay? So I want to just stop there and just conclude this series by saying, I hope really we've seen... um, particularly on this subject of honor, because it underlies a lot of what we do as people. We come from, many of us come from different uh, backgrounds, diverse backgrounds, and it's important that we have a platform where respect, honor, uh, value is shared amongst us, and we take that from God. It doesn't come from ourselves. It comes from knowing and understanding how much God values and respects and uh, really Um, upholds each one of us. That is the starting point and it's the point from which we are able to honour and respect God himself as well as others. So I hope you've been blessed with this series um, and I pray really uh, that the Holy Spirit will teach us to grow um, and to cultivate these cultures, the things that we've highlighted, to cultivate them amongst ourselves and to even wherever we are, wherever God places us um, in the different areas of, you know, whether it's family, in workplaces, um, in different settings that we are in, that the Lord will help us to, to, to really um, carry this environment that is necessary to promote his agenda, his kingdom here on earth. Amen. 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 Okay, let me stop there and uh, let's just rise on our feet and pray even as we end the service this morning. So if you are here and perhaps you've been struggling with an issue, particularly in the area of value, Uh how much knowing just how much God loves you and how much God values you, and it's something that really has been affecting your life, we are here to pray with you, and we can pray with you after the service and just point you into some key truths that will help you to grow in this area. Uh, but for the rest, I think I've given, there's been a lot of food for thought that we've shared in this service, and I pray that the Spirit of the Lord will guide us and direct us on really how to, how to mature in these different areas. Father, in the name of Jesus, we come before you thanking you. thanking you for having walked this journey with us on this culture series. Thank you for um, the light that you have shed on um, the key things, the areas of priority that you've led us into. Thank you, Lord, that your promise is always to be with us, always to continue working on the inside of us and around us. Thank you, Lord. We thank you for the fact that you are our loving Father and you valued us and loved us so much. And Lord, we worship you. We love you. We honor you. And coming from that, we also want to just say thank you for loving us. Help us to love one another, to honor one another, to worship you in spirit and in truth. Help us to be true followers of you, to be real, to be authentic in our journey and our walk with you. Help us to be one family in you. In the name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Amen. The Lord bless you and keep you, make his face shine upon you. Be blessed. There's a cup of Tea and coffee, Um, help yourself and say hello to someone. Honor them in Jesus' name. Amen.